Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor, and I've been busy rounding up the latest news in the construction industry for you this week. If you've been enjoying the show so far, I'd love for you to sign up for The Construction Cut newsletter. It's a weekly email that will go out with a recap of the week's show, the stories we've covered, and why they are relevant to you and your business. The link to sign up is in the show notes. It's that easy. So without further ado, let's get to it. It is Monday, February 3rd, 2020. Let's dive in. The economy is looking up for builders. According to the NAHB, Builder confidence for new single-family homes has reached its highest point since June of 1999. This new level of high builder confidence is based on the strength of the economy, namely a low supply of existing homes. Remember last week I told you that there is a 4 million home deficit? But it's also due to low mortgage rates, and we'll chat about that a little later on in the show. And finally, it's due to a strong labor market. So despite high builder confidence, the NAHB is reporting that the industry is still not able to keep up with demand due to, quote, supply-side constraints like labor and land availability. Higher development costs are hurting affordability and dampening more robust construction growth, end quote. There does, however, seem to be some small relief coming in the form of a new housing boom. According to our friends over at Fannie Mae and their team of economists, Builders are expected to expand their production by 10% in 2020, the highest increase of new home starts since the beginning of the housing crisis back in 2007. Fannie Mae's forecast for 2021 is an estimated 1 million new homes, less than what we need to fill that 4 million home gap, but it's a considerable improvement over the housing shortage problem in recent years. It's worth noting here that many of the million-plus homes slated to be built in the coming year are single-family homes. Despite increasing demand for multifamily structures, multifamily construction projects are slated to rise just 1% in 2020. According to a presentation by the NEHB's chief economist last week at IBIS, quote, multifamily housing starts have leveled off due to lack of skilled labor rising material prices, and expensive regulatory costs. To offset these factors, developers are building more luxury communities, which rent for more money, and building fewer affordable housing options. Now, this is really interesting to me, and if you're a builder here in the U.S., I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm I'm very inquisitive. Since a lack of affordable housing in our country is such an issue, What do you think the biggest barriers are on the builder side? Can builders still be profitable while simultaneously building low-income or multifamily structures? I know there's a lot of machinations that go into building low-income housing, but I'd love to know more on the topic. So if you're a builder or even if you're a remodeler and you have experience or thoughts on this particular issue, I'd love to hear about it. So feel free to shoot me a message on LinkedIn or over on the Builder Funnel website. I'll include a link in the show notes. So let's continue on with the strength of the economy for our next story. According to Bloomberg, 
the homeownership rate here in the United States has risen to a six-year high. Led by an increase of younger and low-income homeowners, the nationwide rate of home ownership is now 65.1%. It's also worth noting that African-American homeownership rates are at their highest since 2012, and rates for Americans under age 35 is at its highest in nearly nine years. Home ownership for minority populations is one of the most reliable paths to building wealth and equity over time, and it's linked to a decrease in child poverty and often provides better educational opportunities and a more stable home life compared to the children of low-income renters. One of the biggest factors for the increase in American home ownership is the continuation of better and better mortgage rates. 30-year fixed mortgages have fallen to the second lowest level in three years. Now sitting at 3.51%, the average mortgage rate fell nearly an entire point from this week in January 2019, while fixed-year, 15-year fixed mortgages are sitting at 3%. Lower mortgage rates mean better cash flow for homeowners, allowing them to purchase property that may have been out of their reach a decade ago. Historically low mortgage rates also allow first-time home buyers, which as of last year make up a whopping 45% of all home buyers purchasing a home while they're entering the housing market. And as I just mentioned, owning a home is one of the biggest pathways to wealth. After all, the bulk of most Americans' wealth is tied up in their home's equity. The longer you stay in your home, the more equity you build and the stronger your place in society. Now, speaking of building equity, I wanted to include this next story in the show today because it's important and indicative of where we're heading as a nation. Along with minorities and those from lower income brackets, more women are buying homes than ever before. According to Smart Asset, women on their own are making up more and more of home buyers. Smart Asset analyzed data from over 400 metro areas here in the U.S. and found that out of 1.25 million mortgages approved in 2018, 500,000 were approved for women without cosigners, and 750,000 were approved to men. While the homeownership in this study isn't quite on par with the population demographic, it is a huge increase compared to years past. According to the study, Women were more likely to purchase a home independent of a cosigner in places like Ithaca, New York, Charlottesville, Virginia, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Durham, Chapel Hill, gonna get that doctor money, Gainesville, Florida, Philadelphia, and rounding out the list was Napa, California. The grapes must be paying out good this year. My hope in reporting stories like this is that the pay gap will eventually close. And women can bridge that 19% gap in the workplace, buy homes independently of their partner if that's what they want, live where they want, and with who they want, right? What a concept. For our last story on this week's edition of The Construction Cut, I wanted to give a shout out to the team at Up Companies in St. Louis. They have created a super hilarious video to bring attention to the different trades. It's really funny. It's set to Old Town Road by Nas X, which I'm sure many of you have heard of. I am not going to sing it for you. Please Google it. It's called Old Construction Road, and it was created to generate interest from young people about the construction trade. 
as we all know, the shortage of skilled labor in the construction industry is a huge problem. The owner of Upco said, quote, speakers and job fairs, they're not getting it done. So we are trying to think outside of the box and be creative to project the fun and creative industry we have. That's such a great quote. And he's right. Despite a slew of well-paying positions and a low barrier to entry for the necessary education you need to get into a trade and a construction trade, a plumbing trade, a welding trade, what have you, young people just aren't aware of the benefits of working in this industry and the type of job stability that this industry can provide. So hopefully this video will go viral and get people interested. I'll link the video in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. It really is quite catchy. All right, we've come to the end of the show. Are you sad yet? I've had a great time keeping up with the news this week and hope you have too. If there is a specific topic you'd like me to cover on next week's show or just want to say hi, feel free to find me on LinkedIn. Just search for my full name, Taylor Rennick, or leave a comment on the Builder Funnel Facebook or Instagram pages. I'd love to hear from you. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.